Welcome to the Tanya Burton at the Diet Doc podcast. I'm so glad you're here because that means your health is important to you and you want to learn the ways of how to lose weight, keep it off, and yet finding a way to make it simple and easy because our lives are busy enough and we don't need to make weight loss complicated. Okay, we ain't got time for that. And that is my goal as a coach, as someone who's been there, who was 50 pounds overweight, to give you the tools and strategies to make this journey as enjoyable and sustainable as possible. Today, I'm diving into a topic that I am so passionate about because I've had over 13 coaches and not one of them has ever taught me the foundation to sustainable weight loss. And that's kind of a, I mean, that's our society. It's easy to be a fitness coach. It's easy to give out a meal plan. It's easy to give out a workout plan. But not many coaches actually understand, hey, you gotta teach them this principle for them to sustain their progress. That's what I'm gonna talk about today because like I said, I'm passionate about it because if you understand this concept today, this podcast, you take some notes, you question, you journal it, you, you, you think about it all week, it will make a significant difference in the future of your health, okay? So today's episode is called Three Unintentional Habits That Sabotage a Weight Loss Plan. And habits are huge, they're so important, they're, they are the foundation of your weight loss journey, of your health. When you create systems and you set yourself up for just autopilot responses of how to set up your week, set up your day to make healthy choices without even really having to have self-control or discipline, it's just a part of who you are. That's how that's how your life should be. That's how your health should be. It shouldn't be a burden. It shouldn't be this extra thinking that you're doing. It should be on autopilot. 40% of your day, studies have shown, that 40% of your day is on autopilot. Like you are doing habits that you don't even realize you just do them. You probably wake up at the same time without even realizing it. You make your bed, brush your teeth, coffee, whatever your morning routine is, is just a part of who you are. So it's important to know habits of good or bad and start in cre- creating a system that it's just, it's who you are. It's, he- it's, it's just your healthy living. I don't have to think about going for a walk. I don't have to think about drinking water. It's who I am. But the problem is when you first start off a weight loss journey or you've been a couple months into it, most people only focus on, okay, I got to do this. This is a good habit. I have to focus on this. I have to set reminders of drinking water. I got to, I got to think about my my menu for the week. You know, I got to, I got to set time to, to work out and I have to do this and this and this and this. And it's like an overburden, right? Of all these good things and good habits you have to start in, like, creating in your in your life. And it's kind of overwhelming because, you know, we got a life. You know, a lot of us are, are parents. A lot of us are our are daughters or sisters. Are, we have a career. We're, you know, like we have a lot going on in our lives. Family events to go to and Oh my goodness, it's just, uh, you're at, at, at work right now, like I'm sure it's crazy. And so to think of, great, started a new diet, invested in myself, took that leap of faith, and I have 10 extra things to put on my plate just to lose weight. So through this podcast, I'm going to encourage you um, to change things up a little bit, to look at a different perspective on your habits. 
Um, I, I talk about this in the very beginning with a lot of my clients because yes, we start talking about here's what you need to focus on to jumpstart your weight loss, key things to dial in on your daily routine. But guess what? Your life will be easier if we focus on the weaker habits and make them stronger. It's easy to avoid weaker habits. We, we're not comfortable. Hello, we don't want to be thinking about something that makes us weak. We want to stick and lean on to our stronger habits. But if you strengthen your weaker habits, pretty soon you won't have weak habits. This is why I recommend people to stick with a coach a minimum of 8 to 12 weeks. Because each week that we dial in on a weak habit, guess what? By week 12, you're not going to have any weak habits. That's the goal. Okay? So that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we grasp the bad habits And let's figure out a simple solution. So here are my top three that I know I struggled with in the very beginning. Number one, uh, not buying enough at the grocery store. Okay, like if I'm hungry, I'm going to go to the store. I, I, I will for sure buy something for the rest of the day and maybe the next day. But I just don't think about day three, day four, day five of the week. You know, I'm just I'm all in the 24 to 48 hours. And that would bite me in the butt because guess what? By day three or four, sometimes I was too busy, schedule was hectic, I didn't have time to go to the store, or I just didn't have the energy to do it, and then I leaned on my unintentional bad habit of, I'm just hungry, I don't care, fast food, gas station. Oh, what did my friend bring to lunch, you know, and they brought extra, and they offered me some, so I'm just gonna do that, and and eat some of their food, or the office had a party and they I didn't know about it and they brought pizza well thank goodness they did because I didn't bring anything you know so you're eating uh because it's convenient and it's free and so uh not a good place to be okay so what I recommend is making it at least some type of a menu um for the week and make a grocery list to go with it and it doesn't have to be complicated literally just did this with one of my clients the other day and I'm like, let's just, just spit out some breakfast and lunch items. And she goes, you know what? For breakfast, I love Kodiak pancakes. Great. Those things are frozen. You could easily warm them up. What else? Cereal. Perfect. What else? Uh, well, I like to have cereal with my protein shake. That way I'm having some carb and some protein. Great pair. I love that. What else? I love breakfast sandwiches. Awesome. You could easily microwave those things. All three of those options she could buy in bulk and not have to worry about it for like two weeks, especially if she bought it at Sam's Club. Okay, what about lunch? Well, I love love sandwiches, I love wraps. Great, you can buy deli meat. You can buy wraps, you can buy bread. The only thing she would have to worry about is any veggies that she put on there because they won't last more than just a few days. But hey, that's a great place to start. So that's what I recommend is making that list thinking about what are some convenient things that I could just grab and go with me for breakfast and lunch that are easy. Um, And then if you can, buy them in bulk. Why not? You know, if you know you're going to eat them, instead of buying like one box of cereal, buy two or three. It's convenient and easy to consume. (laughs) So 
<laughs> you do want to make sure you measure it out because it's easy to eat a giant bowl of cereal. Okay. Um, also, what we've learned to buy, not only like frozen things in bulk, like frozen meals. Those are awesome. Frozen veggies, lean protein meat. I mean, it's those are just key factors that every time we go to the grocery store, we'll buy a couple of frozen bags of, you know, broccoli or peas or um, any type of like green beans and potatoes. And we'll just freeze them because it's easy. They, they won't go bad. And sometimes we'll have it last for a good two weeks. That's two weeks of not having to worry about vegetables, uh, of them going bad. I'll have them with every meal. Um, lean meat as well. Whether we freeze them, some are in the refrigerator, whether it's deli meat, whatever it is, it's nice to have a good variety of that. Okay, so don't just buy for the next two days, buy it for a while. Because if you don't, oof, you're going to set yourself up for some sabotage. And that's where a lot of people fall into. And I know I did. I'm like, oh my gosh, why do I sabotage myself? It's not that we purposely do it. I don't think anyone purposely wakes up and says, hmm, how do I make myself feel bad about today and making bad choices about my meals? What am I going to do? No, it's, we have every intention, especially in the morning, we have the most willpower to have like, okay, let's do this. I'm going to have an awesome day. What happens when we sabotage ourselves is we don't pay attention to our bad habits or our weaker habits when it comes to our health. So we just need to shine some light on them, focus on them. If you run out of food and you tend to make mistakes on that day when you don't have anything in your house, you need to come up with a plan. You need to carve out some time, make a list when you go to the grocery store so that you know you bought it for a good week or so. You will, I mean, it's, you'll just be amazed at your results when you do that. When I started to, I know it, it, it hurts a little bit in the beginning because instead of spending 20 bucks, you're spending like 100 bucks. But mentally and emotionally and physically, you're going to notice a difference when you spend 100 bucks for an entire week of groceries and your progress would be so much better. Number two, eating in front of your screen. Uh, that's a lot of distraction. So your body can't really register when you're actually full. So... Um, I know this was a big, 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 big problem for me. Like when my butt touched that couch and I turned on some TV, I mean, I without even realizing it, I could eat a whole family-sized bag of chips and not even notice. It's dangerous, okay? So <laughs> you want to make sure that you're intentional about what you're eating so that your body realizes, hey, I'm full. A lot of times I've learned to... Um, I won't even be around any electronics, especially for lunch. Um, I'll eat my meal and move on with my day. Because if I get caught up on social media, in my emails, or something on my iPad, I will waste like 45 minutes on that. And then I will find myself just eating and eating and eating and eating and eating. And then 30 minutes after I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. I'm like beyond full and bloated and then I get lethargic and tired. So I've learned to, you know, carve it out of, hey, here's my meal. I'm enjoying it, enjoying every bite and I'm done. I'm done after this. I'm not getting any more, nothing. Um, I've also found out that if at least I'm eating and I'm watching, I mean, I don't mind watching TV while I'm eating, but I've learned that when, I, when it's towards the end of my meal, like I'm almost done finishing it, 
I will stop. Like I'll stop watching TV um, and I'll just finish up my meal and move on with my day. So for some, it could be something to try. If you notice your, your plate's halfway done, put away the phone, turn off the electronics and just enjoy the rest of your meal. So I know a lot of people that's a huge habit to have some entertainment when they eat, but just be aware of it um, and, and notice what a difference it makes when you pay attention to your, your hunger level, when you actually enjoy every bite that you are eating, okay? Number three, this is a weird one. You're probably gonna be like, really, Tanya? But I tell you what, it's a game changer for me and so many of my clients. But number three is having a dirty kitchen, okay? So a lot of times when we're hungry and then we get in the kitchen, we're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Like I I can make that. And then your kitchen and cabinets and and just the countertops are just full of stuff and it's dirty and it's messy. I mean, all of a sudden, like all of our motivation that we had uh, down the drain, we just become lazy because we're like, great, now I have to clean all this. It's going to take me like five or 10 minutes to do that. And then I'm going to start cooking and I got it's more pots and pans to clean. And it's like, forget it. Let's go out. Let's order in. Come on, DoorDash, let's do this. So it's easier to be lazy and, again, rely on junk food or convenient food when our kitchen is dirty. It's Okay, it's like we're like, oh, great, now an extra chore after a long day's worth of work. We're exhausted. We're tired. Nobody wants to clean up that kitchen. You know, nobody's going to do it for you. Uh, and so our motivation is kind of out the door. So here's a few things that I recommend. Obviously, the simple one is um, clean as you cook. That way, when you're almost done, it's not really a lot to, to clean up. Um, I do have a lot of clients that I have one particular that I'm thinking about right now. I mean, when we talked about habits, I go, what do you think is holding you back? Like, what do you need to avoid doing so your weight loss will be easier and she goes tanya it's my dirty kitchen she goes something when i walk around that corner and i see it all my motivations down i feel bad about myself i feel like i'm a bad mom like i'm a bad wife and then i just want to eat junk food and she goes it's crazy the emotions i feel when i have a dirty kitchen so guess what that week that was all i wanted her to do all week long notice it wasn't about nutrition it wasn't about exercise it wasn't about steps it wasn't about water it was the deeper rooted reason of why she's not getting in her steps, why she's not drinking enough water. It's because of her kitchen. Isn't that crazy? And that's so many, everyone has that, but we don't pay attention to it because no other coach pays attention. Well, I mean, not that they don't, but I've had over 13 and not one of them asked me about my bad habits. And so I have yet to find one that says, hey, let's go deeper into why you're doing what you're doing. And that's why I, once I noticed it myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta tell other people because no one else told me that, you know? And so it was a game changer for her. So we started focusing on her kitchen um, cleanliness, okay? And she made it a part of her nightly routine. She goes, you know what? When I'm done with dinner, I'm gonna put everything away. That way when I wake up in the morning, I feel amazing. You know, I don't have to clean anything. I start my day off with a clean kitchen. And you wouldn't believe her energy, her happiness, her motivation, her progress. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so I encourage it. If that's something that you struggle with, maybe it's not just your kitchen. Maybe you're like, it's your living room and your kitchen. Maybe it's your bedroom. Whatever it is, your bathroom. 
that you need to tidy up that makes you feel better, take a few seconds to do that. Because really, how long does it take you to tidy something up? Not deep clean, just make it somewhat clean. A few minutes, right? You could easily pop on and turn on some music and just have a party and, and quickly get it done, right? I know for me, um, I'm so exhausted and tired uh, by the end of the day that I don't mind going to bed with like dishes in the sink. That doesn't bother me. But what I love to do most is when I wake up and as my coffee is brewing, that's at least a good, you know, two to three minutes, I will unload the dishwasher, load them up, wipe down my countertops. And by the time I do all of that, my coffee's done, my kitchen's clean, and I'm good to go for the rest of the day. Like it gives me so much energy. I feel better. I have less stress and anxiety when my kitchen is clean. If my kitchen is dirty, I will not perform well in my job. Because it's just like this nagging thing of like, you got to do this, you got to do this. And I'm like, I've learned if I just do it in the morning, as my coffee's brewing, I feel so much better. My my day is, is awesome. So I want to encourage you because like I said, not a lot of coaches talk about this. Okay. I've had a lot of coaches um, and it's, it's not a popular topic. Most people don't even realize how important your habits are, but they are the foundation. It's the systems that you make that will create a better lifestyle. So what are some habits that you need to strengthen? What are some bad habits? What's the solution? What's something that something new for you to try this week? I encourage you to lean in on some habits you're, that are holding you back because once you shine some light and you come up with a solution, your life will be so much easier and it'll be easier to stick to your good habits, okay? Like I mentioned with my one client, it, it's easy to be like, oh, why aren't you drinking enough water? Why did you eat this? Why Why didn't you work out today? It's, it's not that she can't do that. She has other things on her mind. That are holding her back. So once we dug in deeper on what's truly going on. And she pinpoint. I mean just like that. She's like it's my kitchen. Great. Let's focus on your kitchen. We focused on our kitchen. The rest of her week was beautiful. In all the other areas of her good healthy habits. Does that make sense? So I want to encourage you to think about. Gosh what are some some of my bad habits? Like what? Pick one. Because I know we got a novel. Alright. We, we got a lot of stuff that we need to work on. But just focus on one this week and focus on an alternative. What's the solution? What would make my life easier? What do I have to do? And I tell you what, it is a game changer. The kitchen, I totally related with my one client. I'm like, girl, that is me all the way. I 100% agree. I mean, it took me like two years to get there, but I figured it out. (laughs) Um, Other habits for me personally, I'm gonna give you a bonus one. Um, is sitting on the couch. I've learned that if I sit on the couch, like on the weekend, and it's only like 10 a.m., woo, I am lazy the rest of the day. So I make sure to stay active and productive throughout the day. And um, even if it's our day off, my husband and I will be like, okay, hey, let's do what we need to do, run around, get some errands done, whatever we got to do on the computer, Um, let's get it done. And But, you know, come five o'clock, That's our time to chill on the couch or watch a movie or eat dinner, whatever it is. So we kind of give ourselves a time limit of let's, you know, get some stuff done. And then at this time, that's when we relax. But usually on the weekends, on the day off, on your day off, 
It's so easy to be like, I deserve this. I'm going to sit here and do nothing all day. But you know, at the end of the day, you don't feel good because you got nothing done. So <laughs> that is our habit that uh, we had to learn real quickly to not be so lazy earlier on in the day, get some stuff done, and uh, then relax at the end of the day. And you'll feel better because you actually got some stuff, stuff done. All right, well, that is the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it's not popular to talk about, you know, talk with a lot of coaches, but I've learned throughout the years that habits are 100% important. So, so if you're going to, if your body's going to automatically rely on 40% of your day uh, to be autopilot, we might as well make some autopilot good choices, right? Like now I don't even notice I'm cleaning when I make my coffee. My husband's like, how do you have energy in the morning? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're cleaning the whole kitchen. I'm like, oh, I didn't even, I. I don't know. I, just, I didn't even notice it. It's part of my habit now. It's part of my routine. Even if I'm on vacation, my my in-laws would be like, Tanya, it's okay. You don't have to clean in the morning. I'm like, it's just who I am. Like, I'm just so used to doing it. And I'm proud of dialing in and shining some light on my weaker habits because it's making my whole life, my whole energy, my mood, my attitude so much better for the rest of the day. And I know my clients and everybody needs me to have that energy. So I encourage you to dial in, check your habits, not only continue to work on and build those good habits, but look at those bad ones that are holding you back. Because once you make those stronger, woo, then your good habits will be excellent habits. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome week. Think about this. And I tell you what, it's a game changer if you start implementing how do I make my weaker habits stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.